Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I'm your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. Caleb, how are you, my friend? How are you doing? I'm, I'm a little tired today. A little tired. Uh, but I think the week has been good. Where's Any your, week. Where's your energy stuff Any week. Where, uh, well, I drank some green tea at work today, but I didn't drink like any of you know, I drank two of those drinks because you bought them for me. Uh-oh. The uh, the buy drinks. Yes, the buy uh, drinks. Buy. But uh, I think it's always a good week when I end up making two, yes, two sneaker purchases. And let me tell you what happened. And then after I tell you this, I'll ask you how your day is going. Okay. Okay. Anybody knows me knows that I, I bought I lo- some purchases. Myself, I love some so. sneakers. Sneaker head. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just bought a couple pair at the beach. <laughs> I know you. You've you've went all out on you. But uh, you know, I did a uh, a poll. On Facebook, uh-huh. asking which should be my next pair of sneakers. I didn't see this poll, so uh, I put I put four pair. Okay. Put a couple of Nike Dunks, which I don't own. Okay. I put a, a poom, pair of Pumas and a pair of Vans. Now okay. the thing about the Vans is that I like the Vans, but the pair that I really wanted, I didn't put on there because they sold out. And I was like, that's the pair that I really. Want. I had like a, mm-hmm. an off white midsole. I was like, this looks vintage. I love this. So I was like, the, the Nike. I end up getting the Nikes. They're like a plain sort of. Uh, I don't know. Almost like an off white. Nike, plain. Okay. You go with anything. So I bought them, and then yesterday, Uh-oh. I was on Facebook, and those shoes that I like from the Vans popped. I was like, let's see. This, this is probably some like fake website, but it mm-hmm. took me directly to the Vans website mm-hmm. where they had restocked the Vans that I wanted. Nice. And I was like, you know what they say? I got, I got to get them. I did. I got them. So nice. uh, I got eh, you know, a couple sweet. Uh, casual pair I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards the casual pair nowadays before mm-hmm. i was leaning towards like i gotta get the hot pair yeah. that's like 200 plus bucks and i'm like oh, 95 bucks 100 bucks that's fine with me so good week for that just a little nice. tired today how are you how are you doing today? i'm fine uh tired worked all day today uh did watch uncut gems which we'll talk about yeah, later I requested it um it was the only movie that i really requested of you to watch right uh, i also watched an adam sandler movie, which i'll to, talk about later. i hadn't got to see um You'll find out later when it pops up in my ranking where uh, what I thought about it. Yeah. Um, but um, I actually, like you, made some purchases this week. Um, I was able to get um, two records that I've been looking for um, at Sullivan's Records, which we have talked about numerous times on the show. Um, mm-hmm. And you also have a sticker on your laptop for. Uh, I do. If you're in the Charleston area, go to Sullivan's Records. Not a sponsor. Um, but I found uh, Hotter Than Hell by Kiss. I found Jason Isbell's new record. Um, but this morning I woke up, um, and I'm in a Facebook group uh, for the Shout It Out Loudcasters uh, podcast I listen to, um, and found that Kiss Online had restocked Psycho Circus. Now, to a lot of people, that's just like, oh, cool, you know, a, a 90s record that you know not a lot of people have listened to and things like that. Caleb... On eBay and Discogs, I've looked at this record for better part of a year now. Mm-hmm. It has never been under a hundred to a hundred and twenty dollars. Kiss Online today had it for twenty five. That's, that's the the beauty of the restock. That is the beauty Even of the if, restock. Well, I think we both caught a restock right we at the did. right time this we week. Did. Didn't we did. I literally got that record that should or would have cost. I, 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 it wasn't going to cost me a hundred and some dollars because I could not justify that. You I can't justify it. it. No. And I told Nancy too that when I when I got the the Roland Rex uh, uh, orders that you and I had ordered, yeah. um, that you know probably Psycho Circus. I'll never I'll never own it because unless I find it out in the wild or I uh, find a good reasonable price from a reseller, I'll just probably never own it because I can't justify paying a hundred dollars for a one vinyl album. Uh, but Got it for twenty five today. Uh, new, sealed, 
and it's already shipped. It, it shipped out. Like I got the notification for it like an hour before you got here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it's going to be good. It's going to be stuck in, you know, Grove city, Ohio for six weeks. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, also, um, I was told to get a vasectomy this week. That was fun. Um, from, from, uh, doctor from Nancy's doctor. I didn't even go in for the appointment. <laughs> And he just just bluntly looks at me and goes, "Well, you know, you could always get a vasectomy." Look, sir, he just uh, saw, sir, he, he just saw your face. He just he, he saw the color leave my face. Is what happened. <laughs> uh, it, it just, just just like a slap across the face, and it's just like you you have a lot of gall, sir. But you since, have a lot of gall. You, uh, you mentioned records. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy I enjoy my job. I have a good time. But I always like to find new ways to enjoy my job even more. So I'm going to work a job. I'm like, okay. I, I got to set up things for myself to make each week very entertaining for myself. Okay. So I've started a record of the record of the week where I display a record inside my office. And mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be like the soundtrack when people are in my office on Spotify. I'll play it low or I'll play it loud. Today, okay. I started next week's early Okay. Post it takes. I'm gonna be in work a little late on Monday, so it was uh, t- songs from the Big Chair by Tears for Fears. Want to nice. start off? So that's gonna be there all next start week. Start with a bang for anybody who comes out my office. You're gonna see that record playing uh, mm-hmm. right up there on the the top of my uh, whatever you call it platform. I don't know what your shelf. A shelf, I guess, is what okay. somewhat of a shelf. Um, so yeah, excited about that. I think I, I I was looking at my records the other day, just like the pile of records that I have. I was like. I've got a lot of records. Well, I now. have a question. Do uh, would you would you uh, like the old record player that I had for your office? Because it's just collecting dust. I don't what have are you any use about? for my suitcase uh, record player that used to sit there before we upgraded. Uh, is that does that hurt records? It depends. It depends on how you how you how you play it. I mean, I've got it. I've got it set up to where it doesn't yeah. do a lot of damage. But more so, you more so could have it for a. a, a yeah, there's a display. There's really not it. much room. I mean, obviously, you could go at the top with my records. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think about maybe, it. maybe as just a, think maybe as a, just a display, but never. I'd probably still play the music on Spotify. Oh, absolutely. It's like I can pause and stuff, right? And, and well, I mean, it's more so. You've Got to be dedicated if you're going to be listening to it on the the record player. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. Well, that's like us. We, we, sit, we, through, we just you know? sit and we just sit here and there's no fast forward unless you want that bad boy to just end. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. You, Never mind. I'd say not on a suitcase player. Uh, on a suitcase player, no. Uh, I, might, I might use that. That might be a pretty good like uh, decoration for my yeah, office. So, yeah. yeah, you can always just open it and leave it there and have it, it as like a, a conversation piece. You know? Yeah, with the record. With the record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Up to you. Um, anyway, um, so uh, last week we talked about trivia. Did we do trivia last we week? What did we do al- last we week? We did 90s, 90s albums. albums. That's right. Um, buddy, I, let me listen. This whole week has been a daggone blur to me. I don't even know what day it yeah, is. Speak 90s and blur. Yeah. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely uh, am not in an oasis right now. Um, so we talked about 90s albums. We had a we had somebody make a comment and put all of their records um, on there. Yeah, um, on one of my statuses. On one of your statuses yeah, yeah. about it. And you all matched with REM, is that R-E-M, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Automatic for the people, I believe. Yeah. Um, we did not match, me or him, not a single yeah. record, which is fine. Yeah, I saw some, someone on our actual, like the chat from a hat post, put the uh, Tori Amos' debut Yes, album, uh, Patsy Spence put that made a, on which there, made yes. it like, you know, that, that made a good case for... But that almost, like that that was probably yeah. in the running for like my top five of that year. Yeah. So I, I really love that one. So, well, Caleb, it's the '90s. Everybody loves it. At the end. Of the 
Well, this week we're going to talk about Adam Sandler movies, and we're going to we preface we're going to preface it with, uh, you know, we put Adam Sandler in when we talked about topics that we were going to put in. We put in Adam Sandler, and I was like, yeah, you know, I yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. We can talk a lot about Adam Sandler movies and so on and so forth. I have not seen as many Adam Sandler movies as I thought oh, I did. Man. Um, you know how many Adam Sandler movies I've seen? <laughs> Thirteen. Mm. Fourteen, technically. Yeah. Uh, I which one, 14. I don't remember. You better put it in there. At all. I, 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 can <laughs> I rank it if I don't remember it? Uh, I mean, there's a couple in here I don't remember that well, but I do remember watching I do remember my feelings. I mean, it would be above It would be above my number 13. Okay. I know that much. Uh, yeah. I think I've seen... You know, we, the last one we did like this was Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not we mistaken, have seen a lot. If I'm not mistaken, Carrey, I've seen more Adam Sandler movies than I have Jim Carrey. Really? Which, you know, there's an interesting dynamic between those two. Adam Sandler had a lot more movies. Adam, Sa- Adam, Sa- yes, Adam Sandler, like Jim, Jim, Adam Sandler didn't really fall off the face of the earth. He kept making movies. Yeah, even if they weren't doing too good well. or bad. Uh, here's the thing with Adam Sandler with me is that I think that I can't tell who has the better filmography. Yes, Jim Carrey has my favorite movie of all time. But I'm looking down the list here, and I thought I'd hate a lot more of these than I than I thought I would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's just there's some of these I do hate, and to be fair, a lot of Adam Sandler movies that I think are going to just be awful, mm-hmm. I avoided, didn't mm-hmm. watch them. Mm-hmm. So there was a spell of movies like I didn't watch. Same. I didn't watch Grown Ups. Grown Ups Two. Same. I didn't watch uh, 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 the, the movie he did with Jennifer Aniston, whatever it's called, and he did like Blended with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the ridiculous. Six. I actually watched like five minutes of the ridiculous six, and I was like, uh, no, I don't need this. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's a lot that I was like, no, mm-hmm. I didn't watch the Cobbler. I heard it sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Admittedly, I have watched a couple that suck really, really bad. Just because whenever you hear something sucks so bad, mm-hmm. well, I gotta see for myself. <laughs> gotta see for yourself. Yeah. Um. So I got, tw- I got twenty-nine. Twenty-nine yeah. to my fourteen. Um. <laughs> so. We're going to preface it again with 29 to 14. Yeah, I would argue that none of the ones in my top 13, 14 suck. Oh, really? Except one. So you've seen all decent movies. Yeah, I've seen, oh, wow. I've seen most of the decent movies. Okay. Um, because I'm not the biggest Adam Sandler fan. It, yeah. So, and it's not, it's not, it's the same thing as Will Ferrell. I'm not a huge Will Ferrell fan, but the movies that I've seen of Will Ferrell, I've enjoyed. So maybe I actually really really like Adam Sandler. Like I I I, I, I love watching him in interviews. I think he's a super cool guy. He likes to play basketball with people on the street. If if Kevin but, he, James, but he's got a lot of bad movies. If Kevin James is in the movie, I'm probably never going to watch there's, it. If they're both there's in only there one Kev movie with Kevin James in here that I actually kind of like. We'll get to it. Uh oh. But yeah, I think that Uh-oh. I think that Adam Sandler's downfall with a lot of his movies was when he started bringing Kevin James in. Yeah. So yeah. All right, Caleb. So we're gonna let you have okay. the floor for a while because okay. you have twenty nine through thirteen, yeah. and then when I'll, we I'll get to, to number thirteen, to to, you might have you might be able to talk about some of these. Um, sure. Uh, I'll I tell start you with, why I, just I never watched, watched an Adam Sandler movie last night that I watched. It's new on Netflix. It's called uh, "You Are So Not Invited." My bad mitzvah. Bad mitzvah. Uh huh. It's got his two daughters in it. Okay, and, so uh, is this your number twenty nine? Let me let me let me continue okay. here. Okay. Right. I can't in good justice count this as an Adam Sandler movie because truthfully, he's about the sixth or seventh main person in the movie. Okay. It is a delight. I enjoy it's 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 generic somewhat, but it's delightful. It's cute. Uh, but Adam, I thought maybe even Adam Sandler would have like a moment where he breaks out and does like a really like he has a moment. Mm-hmm. Not really. He's just it's, kind of it's not about him. This is a showcase for his daughter. Actually, both of his daughters are. Really I forgot good a movie. Did you? I forgot a movie. 
Oh, well. Hold put on. it on. Hold on. Put uh, it on. Oh, I got to put it. Oh. Put it on. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to, while you talk, I'm going to listen and figure out where I need to put yeah. this movie because it's going to be controversial. I'm just not, I'm just not ranking this movie, but it is, I did like it. I thought it was, it was nice. Okay. So, uh. I had to get that out of the way because it's not going to show up on here. Okay. Because yeah, I'm only really counting it if Adam Sandler was at, at the very at the very most third okay. on the bill. Okay. So I have one on here where he he is probably third on the bill. Okay. But a lot of people really like it, so I put it on here. So okay. uh, I'm going to go now. At 29, I have the worst Adam Sandler movie. I have Jack and Jill. Okay. At 29. Okay. Have you seen Jack and Jill, Josh? I have. We don't talk about it. <laughs> it is without question. It's not. It's not a horrible Adam Sandler movie. It's a horrible movie. Oh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. Here's the thing. I'm embarrassed for two people in general in that movie. One person especially. Al Pacino. <laughs> My. I don't know why he signed up for God. that. God. Actually, you know, he has a couple funny parts in the movie, but this is the day. De- there's a lot of Sandler comedies where you look at the surrounding cast and they're funnier than Adam Sandler. And, and obviously this is by default true. Everybody in this movie is funnier than Adam Sandler, but the movie itself as a whole isn't funny. It's got a... The, the, the plot is bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. why they even wrote it. You know, it's like... Buddy, because they... It's bad. Because it's the, awful. the studio went to Adam Sandler and was just giving him money hand over fist because when did that movie come out? 2000 and... 11 maybe okay what was going on in 2011 with adam sandler mm, why why do you ask that because it was a renaissance for adam sandler uh that, that was right after like the grown-ups, grown-ups movies came out uh-huh. I think. they came uh-huh. out around that time uh-huh. um and, and i'm sure jack and jill d- d- probably paid decent money too which is which is the unfortunate thing let's find it, out because it sucks oh it's just bad it's not good. I think a it's little, really not. I think slightly less of someone when they say they like. <laughs> for for reference, for reference, real quick, Jack and Jill has a three percent. Oh yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, a three. That's a, that's a bit much. That's a bit 3%. high. Three <laughs> percent. And on when you Google the movie, it says why to watch, amusing, touching, and quirky. It's touching. It's so it's touching. So touching. You know? Yeah. Let's play Twister with your sister. Oh my god. Oh, that voice for. For oh, an hour and a half. My right? God. My what was the budget God. on that? I, I'm, I'm, the that, budget on the movie was seventy nine. Is that not, million dollars? Is that not insane? So this is what this is when we started to. I think this is around the time when people started to think that maybe maybe Adam Sandler is using a lot of that budget to pay his actors. Which you know what? I don't I don't know how to feel about that. I'm like, well, yeah. they are actors. They certainly didn't use it on screen because yeah. my God, and so, it's a, and, and it might be. Partially a vacation movie too, because we learned that this is around the time where he used to, he he basically just went on vacation to film movies. Like the yeah. grown-up movies were like that. Well, the box office for that movie was one hundred and forty-nine million dollars, so it didn't make its money back. Which is, it should because it should have a twenty million dollar budget. Oh yeah, that yeah, maybe fifteen million dollar. And budget. the thing of it is, is that for the was it the prosthetics that they used on 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 Adam Sandler? They didn't really use much. They didn't use they, much. They put makeup on her and they they gave her like. They gave him, like, boobs. <laughs> case it in point, how much, much was, man. Okay, case in point, how much was Mrs. Doubtfire's? Nowhere near that, I'm because, sure. Because, listen, let me tell you something. Mrs. Doubtfire Mrs. It looks Doubtfire. like the Godfather compared to Jack and Jill. Right, but my point is, is that Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams looks more like a woman in that movie than Adam Sandler does in wait, Jack and wait, Jill. Josh, he just looks like Adam Sandler. That's the point. That's what they I'm saying. They don't try to change it. I, and that's yeah. the point. It's, yeah, yeah. It, 
Yeah. That much money. Oh, yeah. Went to that movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's terrible. I hate it. It's number 13 on mine. Yeah. Or four, 14, 15. 14. It's last. Yeah, yeah. It's last. Oh, yeah, it was around this era where I was like, I'm starting to really resent Adam Sandler. Maybe I don't want to watch any of his movies ever again. 15 for me. 15. So it's your last. Where, clearly so your it's last. clearly last. All right, moving on to another movie that I think is awful, but th- it does have an audience. Okay. And it, when I was a kid, I kind of liked it. But I don't. Okay. I think it's awful now. I think that it's like, why is this even this? And that's uh, Eight Crazy Nights, his animated uh, okay. Christmas Hanukkah movie. Okay. Uh, unlikable characters. Adam Sandler voices several characters. Mm-hmm. He voices a character called Whitey. That's a uh, a referee, and he and he talks like this <laughs> the whole movie. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and I don't know. They try to make you. I don't, they, it's one of those Adam Sandler movies where they just like make fun of characters the whole movie. Then they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you should feel bad about making fun of these characters." Okay, okay. you was making fun of the the characters' movie. You was okay, and I don't understand why it's. And the animation actually looks kind of good, but I don't understand as a story why the movie's animated because it kind of just feels like like Mr. Deeds or something like it because it came out around the same time as Mr. Deeds so like I, it it yeah it, it was not a success by the way it was a if I'm not saying this was a box office bomb. We'll look uh, it up. It's yeah. Have you have you watched this movie, Josh? I have. I have. Um, I read oh, this, it. You, uh, this better be. This better. Okay, buddy. We'll, we'll wait for yours because I'm buddy. so far. Okay, know. so the budget was thirty-four million dollars for. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. See that that's, um, that that makes sense. It's an animated. It was thirty-four movie. million dollars. The box office for the movie was twenty-three. Yeah. So it was, it was a failure. So it was a failure. Yeah, um, it was a failure. Which I think it has a little bit of a cult a cultish audience. Yes. Um, you know what I think too of of the there was another movie I believe came out around that time. Okay, that makes that makes a little sense. It came out two years after uh, Nutty Professor Two, and mm-hmm. if you notice around that time, that's what Eddie Murphy was doing. Eddie Murphy was doing the movies where he was playing all the well, characters. So you had like Mike Myers doing and Mike Myers doing it as well. Yeah. Uh, and Dana Carvey was trying to do that. Adam Sandler's not as good as those guys. They're not. He's not. He's, he's good at different things he's than those not. guys. Like Adam Sandler is a better dramatic actor than Mike Myers, but Mike Myers is a better char- character, like a uh, makeup kind of actor. Yeah. And yeah. Eddie Murphy as well. So yeah, Adam so, Sandler don't got the chops for that. So yeah, I think that's kind of what they were trying to do yeah. around that time with him. It's like, yeah. oh well, I mean, I can throw my voice and do an animated movie of that. Yeah. Uh, moving on, twenty seven. Okay. Uh, oh god, I hate this one. I, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Okay. Oh god, it's okay. it's just like Eight Crazy Nights. It spends the whole movie being an, an incredibly homophobic movie, just making fun of gay mm-hmm. people until the very end. We're like, no. Like we like gay people. Mm-hmm. Don't you should feel bad about making fun of the gay people. Fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It sucks. And this is this. I think this was the first movie he did with Kevin James, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. And uh, it's bad. I can't even get to the Wikipedia page. If I'm not mistaken, I think Steve Buscemi is in this movie, and he might be the only. He is. He's the. I think he might be the one of the only redeeming qualities about because because when Steve Buscemi pops up in a movie, he's usually going to steal the show because because yeah. he is good. Movie starred Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Jessica Biel, Ving Rhames, Nick Swardson, mm, uh, Steve Buscemi, and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd was on the fire department. Um, uh, the budget was eighty-five million dollars. The box <laughs> office. <laughs> $85 million? And the box office total was $187.1 yeah, yeah, million. It made dollars. money. Um, $85 million. 
that's a bad looking movie too. And and it's also another movie where uh, Rob Snyder plays a racist stereotype. The uh, the site's critical Rotten Tomatoes critical consensus reads: whether by way of inept comedy or tasteless stereotypes, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry falters on both levels. It sucks. So not good. Yeah. Have you um, seen Chuck and Larry? No, I refuse to watch don't, it. Yeah, don't watch it. I refuse to watch Please it. Please don't watch it. It's um, I refuse to watch it back in uh, 2007. I wish so, I, I, I would have. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Moving on. 26 uh, Pixels. Pixels. Oh, God. I forgot Pixels. It's like the was video the game movie. It's very. Jesus. It is very. It literally just feels like an excuse to put Pac Man in, in characters like that inside of your movie with a very lazy script. A very lazy script. Very lazy Peter, script. Peter Dinklage might. From my understanding, he might be the only redeeming thing about it, because this is another Kevin James, Adam Sandler thing. With mm-hmm. it, it probably does have a big budget. It's a CG kind of movie. Um, it's similar to like a uh, maybe like a Ghostbusters, but it just it lacks the character. It lacks a good story. Mm-hmm. It's very generic. Uh, I hated it. I remember watching it like I hate this movie. So Pixels had a budget. Uh, Wikipedia, a budget of between. Eighty-eight and a hundred and twenty-nine million dollars. Yeah, and it made two hundred and forty-four point nine million at the box office. Yes. So this is around. He was still making some bank at the box office here. Um, yeah. I assume you haven't seen Pixels. Absolutely not. It sucks, man. And you know, as a as a video game connoisseur, you would think that that would be a movie that I would really want to watch. But again. Adam Sandler, watch. and I just didn't care. But and you know what? I think it's Kevin James. That's what I think it is. No, Adam Sandler sucks because I just movie. don't think Kevin James is freaking funny. Adam Sandler, there, there's some like really like sexist stuff that happens in this movie. Oh, shocker! Yeah, they shocker. Cuber uh, is a character in the movie, and they end up winning Cuber. And Cuber, I don't. It's I don't. Okay, just look up look up Cuber scenes, people on YouTube. In this, it's ridiculous. Okay, just fun. Just go with it. But uh, fun. J- just. Also, just watch Ready Player One. It's a much better Yeah, it's movie. better. Sim- yeah. Sort of similar Absolutely. It's just way Ready better. Player One is just a good movie, period. I really like Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, number 25. 25! A very boring, dull movie that was around the air where Adam Thielen was hot. Early 2000s. Mm-hmm. That's Mr. Deeds. Okay. Uh, okay. John Tutora. There's always going to be like a redeeming person in the movie. And I think John Tutora, I believe he's like the butler mm-hmm. in this one. And... Uh, He's good. Adam Sandler is a boring, lazy... I'd say it's a bad performance. Uh, looking back at this, I was like, is Adam Sandler a bad actor? <laughs> I don't think he is a bad actor, but if you watch a movie like this, mm-hmm. and it, there's like no chemistry between him and Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like it when I was like 11. I liked all the Adam Sandler movies when I was 10, 11 years old. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't hold up. Not good. Budget sucks. Budget fifty million. Box office hundred and seventy one yeah, point three. Yeah, that one may think I could And see does it. have a negative uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of a twenty two percent based on hundred and fifty three reviews from critics. Yeah, it's not. Have you seen Mr. Deeds? I have. Okay, it sucks. So uh, it will be. It will be in the. So, in the top. The fact that you said only 15. one of these sucked and. And it was already Jack and Jill. It was like crazy to me. So just go ahead. Okay, 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 okay. Twenty four controversial because it does. Have, this has an audience. You got it. You got to remember though. For me, for me, yeah, it can suck on my level because I've only seen so yeah. many Adam okay. Sandler movies. Okay. So twenty four, a movie that I, I think does have its audience, and okay. I think it has its moments, but I still think it sucks because of Adam Sandler being the main character and essential <laughs> performance. That's Little Nicky. Okay. 
Um, everything around Adam Sandler is decent to to good. Okay. But the movie is so reliant on Adam Sandler's character, which is a grating character. Okay. I don't actually think there's one funny thing that Adam Sandler's character does in this. But my gosh, there's a Quentin Tarantino. That's, cameo that's what in makes this movie. the movie, dude. You make the Lord very, very nervous. nervous. Oh, I'm really burning down. I didn't really, it took me so long to realize that was Quentin Tarantino. Yep. Yep. Because he has like these fake eyes in. Mm-hmm. He's like a priest. He's blind. Yep. Um, and uh, I think Henry Winkler has a scene in this, and he like. Henry Winkler! And like he gets like covered in bees! Yes, that's what it is. And there's like sorry, a, sorry Henry. And there's just some wild things like the basketball scene is just like chaos. It has like Dana Carvey yeah. in it. And there's there's some there's some stuff in it that's just so random that you almost have to laugh at. And that, that's that's the good thing about some of the bad Adam Sandler movies that there's just some things like you just gotta laugh at. But I still think it's kind of a bad movie. So <laughs> Little Nicky. Um <laughs> it, <laughs> Little Nicky had a eighty-five million dollar budget. That's crazy, and it made fifty-eight point three. It was a bomb. Oh yeah, it was a bomb. Yeah, uh, it was. And it also established the shared universe of Adam Sandler films because it has Chubbs in it in heaven at the end of it from from Happy Gilmore. And Reese Witherspoon is Little Nicky's mom. It's just bizarre. It's a bizarre movie. Um, anyway, I'm trying to think what it, what. It, oh yeah, when I was a kid, my uh, my parents. Would not let me watch this for the longest time because because it dealt with hell. Can we just can we just talk about Harvey Keitel in that movie for a moment playing the <laughs> he's devil? He's the Satan. He's Satan, right? Uh, he's okay, and so is Rodney Dangerfield. Don't forget at nine o'clock. Is Rodney shove Dan- a pineapple? Rodney Dangerfield's in this, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. He's he's the the grandfather. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't love it, but it has its moments. Yes, it does. Uh, whatever. All right. Twenty twenty three, a movie that you haven't seen. I don't think anybody's seen. It's called Men, Women, and Children. Okay. Um, it was directed by the director of Juno. Okay. It's kind of a drama. It's like a drama comedy. Uh, every I think most of its attempts at anything uh, meaningful or mm-hmm. or worthwhile kind of fails. Okay, it's a flop. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Now. Yeah, it's definitely a flop. It's not very good. Adam Sandler. It's not like Adam Sandler's bad, but it's just kind of dull. It's territory that we've seen in other movies. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to see Sandler in a movie like this, but I'm like, be in a better movie, okay? So 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, Jason Rotman directed 16, it. $16 million budget, mm-hmm. uh, $2.2 million at the box office. Yeah. So this is what... Adam Sandler decided... This is a, technically a low-budget movie for Adam Sandler. Sure. $16 million, So uh, I don't recommend it. It's not very good. Uh, okay. 22, I got the longest yard. See, now I'm getting, I'm getting into territory now... Where I don't loathe movies, okay. uh, I think The Longest Yard has its moments. But yet again, I think Adam Sandler is a boring character in this. I think there's surrounding pieces that work, mm-hmm. like you you got Kevin Nash is in this movie, and uh, and Bill Goldberg and Stone Cold Steve Austin. You got some wrestlers in this movie. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock is is good in this. Um, but yeah, it all relies on the guy who's there in the front, mm-hmm. and uh, he's not. There's nothing special about his character. He's another movie where the guy gets the girl, if I'm not mistaken. Adam Sandler gets the girl. Uh, but there is some amusing parts along. Have you seen this movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's not it's not awful, I don't think. Uh, but it's, it's all, not terrible. Also don't think it's I also don't think it's like that good but by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, ninety million dollar budget, hundred and ninety one million box office. Um, the reception of the movie as a critical uh, has a mixed review. Mm-hmm. Um, it has an approval. <laughs> 
It says mixed review, but uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an approval rating of 31 based that, on 170 reviews. That's mixed for Adam Sandler. Once you get that's above, right, buddy. Once you get above the 30s, Adam's doing good. Okay. It's the longest yard. Don't, just imagine if a movie like that came out now and you saw that its budget was $90 million. You'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. My number 21 is, a, uh, I believe, definitely a box office bomb. Okay. So I believe it was one of his first R-rated Happy Madison, him being the lead. Mm-hmm. Happy Madison production. And that's that's my boy. Now let me exp- that's my boy. let me explain. That's my boy. Does Adam Sandler do an accent in this movie that can one hundred percent be grating? Yeah. Do I laugh a pretty good amount in That's My Boy? <laughs> I do. I think that there's a Vanilla Ice shows up in this, and he's actually funny. Uh, that's. Uh, Adam Sandler's character has some lines in this in this movie that are legitimately funny. The movie is by all by all stretch of imagination uh, offensive. Mm-hmm. Like the plot of it is like, whoa! Like what, you you definitely could not make that plot. I, I don't know how they made that plot then in 2012 yeah. about a teacher getting a, a teenage boy pregnant and everybody's cheering the boy on. Mm-hmm. But once you get past that. <laughs> Once you get past that, there's some funny. It's just such a bizarre and weird movie. Yeah. There's like such. There's a third act twist in this. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it's like why would? It's like that is just so gross and weird. But wow. Uh, and it's just it's it's it's. I think it's funny every single time that Adam Sandler pulls out a random beer out of nowhere. <laughs> like at, he's like on the side of a building and he pulls out a beer out of nowhere. And I'm like, wow. Uh, so that's so, what I think. That's the movie that you forget. That's the movie that you forgot. Yeah, and yeah. I had to remind you that you did watch the, it because we watched it together. The movie was a critical and commercial failure. Yeah, um, it grossed <laughs> it grossed fifty seven million dollars against a seventy million dollar budget. Seventy million. See that was that one took place in Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. So it was another, another vacation. Um, and on a critical response uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a twenty percent based on a hundred and fifteen reviews. I'm not sure if I'd give it a positive review. It made me laugh. Um, it's not. It's not a very good movie, though. All right, twenty. Twenty. I think a movie similar to That's My Boy because it's a char- another Sandler character where he's actually playing a character with like a, a voice. <laughs> One of his Netflix movies called Sandy Wexler. He's like a uh, like a talent scout or something like or a a, a movie agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I remember watching. I thought it was a little too long and grating at times, but sweet. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what, necessarily what kind of reviews it got, but I know. At, but I know that Weird Al has a cameo in this, and that boosted it up a bit for me when it happened. I was like, "There is well, weird." It takes place in the '90s, so Weird Al comes in with like a, a fake mustache. <laughs> to answer your question, it has a 27 percent based on 22 reviews. See, we're getting higher. <laughs> uh, I didn't love it though. I thought it was just like I'd probably get like a C plus. That's well, probably what I, what I would have gave. The it. movie has a 24.3 million dollar budget, and it was released to Netflix, yeah, so this was, it does not have a recoup so he hasn't had a the only theatrical release he's had in the the, the most recent years i believe is, is uncut gems yep probably which, which i believe went straight to netflix in other countries if mm-hmm. i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. so uh and it was nominated for awards too so no oscars though no oscars which was we'll get to that yeah my number 19 we is, will get to that my number 19 is murder mystery okay another fine it's fine a netflix movie uh obviously you want to get involved in the mystery itself I believe Adam Sandler's character may be kind of boring in this, but the pieces around it are fairly amusing. I don't remember it that well, but I remember thinking that it was like a, a C plus or so, and okay. uh, it wasn't as annoying as Stanley Wexler, so that's why it's there at 19. <laughs> well, 
Um, We have no budget for it, um, but it does have a 45% based on 69 It doesn't have terrible, terrible reviews. I think the the second one, which I haven't watched, has similar reviews. came out this year. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, My number 18 is You Don't Mess With the Zohan. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. We're getting into some... Controversial territory. Is it controversial? I don't know. I know it's, prob- it's a loved movie by a lot of people. Mm, I think a lot. I think a lot of people that were Sandler faithful kind of hated it. Um, but it's another one that's so wild and weird. And you look at the subject matter. That's sort of like a Israel versus Palestine kind of plot. Mm-hmm. Um, by all, by all stre- again, all stretch of imagination. There's 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 racist stereotype characters in this movie, no doubt. Yes, but it's the movie's got kind of good action. And Adam Sandler's character is like kind of like lethal as hell. Um, I don't know. I've only seen it a couple times, but I didn't absolutely did not hate it either time. Okay. I thought I thought it was amusing and uh, mixed somewhat. But it is a, it does have mixed reviews. I was surprised by how good of reviews it, it had. Um, the movie has a thirty seven percent based on one hundred and nine. Really? On, on well, I thought it had tomatoes. a better. I think it's just Metacritic that's got like a 50 or something uh, like that. Metacritic, it has a 54 out of 100 based on 37. So that, yeah, so that, that, that evens out mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, the budget was $90 million. Mm. The box office was 204.3. So it made money. The $90 million, that's still a bit much, but it actually does have like production to it and like action and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, 17 is a, is a recent Halloween movie. A Halloween movie. It is a Halloween movie, but an Adam Sandler movie that I think will be a Halloween staple for people. Uh I was a little bit uh, of a pessimist after watching this. Then I think it, it took some convincing. We're like, Caleb, this movie is perfectly fine. It's a good Halloween movie. That's Hubie Halloween. Uh, That's what? Hubie Halloween. He plays an annoying character. <laughs> That's like a man child. Almost similar to like the water boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Halloween movie. It's got Steve, Steve Buscemi. Spell that. Hubie? H-U-B-I-E. It came out a few years ago. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I, was spell- people, I was spelling it completely. I think a lot different. of people really enjoyed this one, and for what it is, it's 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 fine. It's a delight. Um, it's got some funny parts. They bring back for the opening scene. Josh, are you are you are you are you are you braced for this? I'm braced. They bring back Ben Stiller's character from Happy Happy Gilmore in the opening scene of this oh movie. Oh my god! It's Josh. It's worth it. Okay, then the movie just cannot live up live up to that. <laughs> But Steve Buscemi's in here. He's good. Steve Buscemi does his thing. He's always good. So, mm-hmm. actually, recommend that one for the Halloween season. Movie has a fifty-one yeah. percent based on a eighty-one reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. It go. also has a weighted average score of fifty-three out of a hundred based on nineteen critics on Metacritic. There you go. Not bad. That's for Sandler. That's great. Probably. Um, I, I would watch the second one if they came out with the second one. I would. Sixteen. We're, we're almost two years. We're almost now. to me. Sixteen. We're almost now, to me, pal. A movie that is ambitious. Whoops! I'll break. I'll break everything. A movie that's ambitious. It's long, uh, but also feels familiar and generic because of its plot. Okay. Uh, it shoots for the moon with its emotion, but tonally jumbled. Okay. That's click. Click. I know. Oh, how... I've seen click. Forgot about click, oh, dude. All right. Are you kidding me? Sorry. Did you even? Did you even look up these movies? Okay, folks, Adam Sandler has 69 freaking movies. I have worked all week, and guess when I made my list? Before we went on the air. Okay. So I have Click. I watched Click in the movie theater with my grandma. It was one. It was the first. It was the first movie that I watched. I apologize for not being prepared this week. Are you apologizing for deafening people by putting your mouth right up to them? I'm sorry. 
This is the first movie I watched at our movie theater. ASMR, ASMR, whatever it is. I, I believe our local theater opened in 2006. This is, I believe, I believe this was the first movie I watched there, and I watched it with my grandma. Okay. And I remember it made me cry. There's a couple scenes in this where it, it's emotion, it's emotionally manipulative, no doubt. Oh, it is. Like especially oh, the, the, the Henry is. Winkler scene where he keeps rewinding that that scene over and over and getting yes. the remote. Yep. But as as the tone of this movie, it's just all over the place. There's some. <laughs> it, yep. it does. It almost doesn't make sense why it does the things it does and tries to force that emotion on you. But it, it probably works. I don't think it's a bad movie at all. Right, but well, uh, I'm, I'm it's rethinking not, my list it's now. Not, it's not one of my favorites, obviously, which is why I have it at 16. But I think it's, it's fair. Okay. So 15. <clears throat> Caleb, go ahead with your 15. Oh, my 15 is Anger Management. Okay, I've never seen Anger Management. I've wanted to watch it, but... It's fine. Every, another one... Another another one where Sandler isn't particularly great, but the pieces around him are good. Jack Nicholson's mm-hmm. good. John Turturro has a, some really good scenes there. Uh, yeah, it's... It is what it is, you know. Another one where Adam Sandler has like a really, very, very attractive wife, girlfriend, and Sandler is kind of like loose cannon. He's angry, and you're questioning everything that's happening around him. But it's fine. It has its moments. Okay. Not terrible. Okay. What's your fifteen? I think we know. Fifteen for me is Jack and Jill, and it sucks because uh, it sucks. <laughs> Moving on, number fourteen. Fourteen. This is the one. This is the one where he's third on the bill. Okay. We have a, we have a friend. I'll, I'll name drop him. Uh, name drop Aaron him. White. Uh-huh. If I'm not mistaken, this is his favorite movie of all time. And that's Airheads. Okay. This is the movie where they play in a band, and they, they hold the radio hostage so that they can play their demo tape. It's got Brendan... Brendan I've never seen it. Brendan, it came out in the early 90s. Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, okay. and Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is the drummer. I believe they're called the Lone Rangers, is okay. the name of the band. And... Uh, David Arquette. Sounds interesting. David Arquette's in it. He has blonde hair. <laughs> okay. Uh, dude, it, I, I like the movie. It, for what it is, I think it's it's cool. It's entertaining. Um, it's not... I don't think it's great, but it... I, I've always liked it. I remember it used to come on Comedy Central all the time, and I, I'd usually watch it when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. Um, I like it. I've heard of it, but I've never I'm probably, seen it. I'm surprised you haven't watched this one. It's It probably has awful reviews, but I like it. And what is it again? Airheads. Airheads. One That's word. Right. Airheads. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. We'll I'll, find out. It came real out in quick. 94. It's got a 29 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, did you just find it? Okay. Yeah, I just well. Googled it real quick. Okay. Well, but it's got, it's got a 6.2 IMDb, but it's got fine. a 50% audience score. I think people generally kind of like this one, so. Okay. Okay. Yet again, he's not the main guy. He's just the third guy, but I'm still counting it because I like it. Okay. Deal with it, folks. What's what's your 14? My 14 would be, uh, that's my boy. Honestly, oh, really? Because I don't remember. You don't it remember that much. it. I don't remember it that much at well, you, all. You laughed so. I don't. You laughed so much. Actually, I don't know if you laughed because I watched it in theaters with my dad. Because our power was. Remember in 2012 when the power was out for like a week and a half. Oh yeah. Everywhere because of a storm. Yeah. Me and dad went there. And we were just looking for something. We need something. We just we laughed unexpectedly a lot. My, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you this. My list is locked in now unless you name something again that I just completely <laughs> well, utterly we'll forgot. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I've named a few. Uh, okay, my 13, uh, Don't Kill Me Folks. I do like Uh-oh. this movie. Uh-oh. I think I think that it's somewhat pl- problematic. Somewhat problematic at times, but I think that it's sweet and the chemistry is there because they've had the chemistry before and that's 50 First Dates. Okay, okay. You know, they have that chemistry from 98 when they did their movie in, in The Wedding Singer and mm-hmm. The movie's ridiculous. I mean, it, oh, is. it is. It's ridiculous. It is. Sean Astin plays a really fun character in this. He plays he Drew Barrymore's brother. Yep. Uh, I, I like it. It's a sweet. It's. It, for, I mean, I, I mean, 
it's it's horrifying, I guess, when you think about it. But yeah. it's all they do a good job yeah. at making you believe that there's something there. So, uh, what's your thirteen? Uh, my thirteen is uh, the longest yard. Okay. Yep. Did you talk about the longest yard when I talked about it? Um, not really, but it's you remember it's a nostalgia yard? movie for me, and plus you don't hate it. I don't hate it, and okay. plus the the the, uh, the the wrestlers in the movie cool. kind of helps out with that movie because they're actual athletes. Yeah, they're in there, uh, and uh, there's one line that the uh, that the great colleague says it's just funny. He he says uh, I'm glad that he he says I'm glad you did something he goes because now I don't have to stab you and that just made me crack up so hard um, so yeah I like The Longest Yard uh, pretty, and Terry pretty Cruz, well Terry Crews is in there too and he's really funny oh yeah yeah um, forgot about Terry Crews uh, my number 12 a movie that I was very much surprised by how much I liked that I wish I wish it wouldn't be in my top I wish it could be in my top 10 mm-hmm. and there's been four of these movies but I've only made us to watch the first one that's Hotel Transylvania animated movie um, he plays Dracula Who, who's watched it what are you talking about? We've watched it. You said we watched it. I haven't seen Hotel Transylvania. I, I just meant me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was like, no, I no. haven't seen that. What I, are you talking I haven't, about? I haven't seen the other three, but I've watched this first one, and I, I legitimately liked it. I didn't have many problems with it. I thought I had cool inter- animation. The voice acting was good. It was funny. It was fresh. I liked it. It's got, like, mixed reviews, and I, don't underst- I do not understand that. I think most people, most audiences like this movie. Yeah. It, it's good. And I hope I hope it made money because my God, there's four of them, so I assume that the first one made money. Oh, I'm yeah. So I'm sure, surely that, to God, to me that, that that's definitely one to watch if, with with the young ones um, for Halloween. Um, Hotel Transylvania, the first one. Um, it probably has like it in was, the forties or something. It was a it was an eighty five million dollar budget. Yeah. Um, it made three hundred and fifty eight million dollars. Yeah, it was big. Um, and the reception was it has. A a forty five percent based on one hundred and forty three professional reviews on a review website. That's called actually Rotten that's Center actually Toes. insane. That's actually the fact that this has below a seventy is crazy to me. Yep. This is a, it's a good movie. They were wrong. I, th- I think they were they were taking Adam Sandler was making bad movies at the time, and they, there was an Adam Sandler bias that I believe has went away. Mm-hmm. I believe it's went away here recently. And if they could go back in retrospect, because the other Hotel Transylvania movies have better reviews than this first mm-hmm. one, but mo- all, most people consider this one still the best one. So, okay, uh, what's your twelve? Um, I will put Eight Crazy Nights at twelve. Um, you don't think it's bad? Oh no, I don't think it's great, but I don't think it's bad. I think it's terrible. I remember enjoying it when I was a kid, <laughs> but again, I was twelve yeah. when that happened. So I think it was twelve when that movie came out, two thousand two. Mm, yeah. Hi, Nancy. Yeah, because it came out the same year as Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. So he had yeah. two. He had two box office bombs in 2002. Nancy just decided to come in and <laughs> run in and steal her computer, which means there's some breaking news breaking somewhere. News. Yeah. So that's yeah. A Crazy Nights is it's not terrible, okay. but let me know. down on that one. You Sorry. Should have hated it like me, buddy. Uh, <laughs> buddy. Buddy. My number eleven. Have you seen Rain Over Me? No. So uh, his family no. dies in. 9-11. I believe they were on the plane. Adam Sandler's family. Oh, yeah, it's a downer, man. It's got John Don Cheadle. Uh, it's actually a really solid performance. The movie is kind of generic, okay. but th- this was... I believe this was the first dramatic movie I've seen. It's not his first dramatic movie, but 
but I believe it's the first one I saw, and I just I've I've respected it ever since. It's 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 emotionally manipulative, obviously, you, but it's it's good. Are you meaning to tell me the bedtime stories isn't on your list? I haven't watched it. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I've never watched it. No, <laughs> but, but seemed, um, seemed out of my. I've heard Democrat. I've heard Rain o- of Rain Over Me, but I've never. I think it's honestly my, seen it. And I think it's my dad's favorite Adam. My dad's always like, let's watch Rain Over Me. I was like, Dad, this movie is a downer. This is sad. Why? <laughs> and I think even that has like in the sixties on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, it's it's better than that. There's always been a little bit of a bias that, like I've said, mm-hmm. has recently kind of died down. So, yeah. uh, what's your uh, eleven? My eleven is Mr. Deeds. Oh, that's uh, it's bad, Josh. I mean, again, these it's are the movies 25. that I have seen. I know, uh, <laughs> Mr. Deeds. I put Mr. Deeds at. What do you remember about 11. Mr. Deeds? It's generic and boring. It's generic. Yeah, <laughs> it is generic. But again, it's it's a. I mean, it's, it's passable for an Adam yeah. Sandler movie. It's passable. <laughs> John Tatour is good in it. Okay, next. My 10. I've liked this one more over time, but I'm scared. I'm also scared to revisit it because I might not like it. <laughs> That's Big Daddy. Okay. Okay. Uh, a qu- morally questionable plot, but it's it's still somewhat touching. Mm-hmm. I think this was his first, with the exception of maybe The Wedding Singer. I think this one goes into more serious territory than mm-hmm. The Wedding Singer does. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so funny because for a lot of the movie, I think his performance is like boring and not great. But then at, at times towards the end, he's really good. Yeah, and there's good pieces around him too. Mm-hmm. Like his his friends are, are that he likes to hire for his movies are mostly pretty funny. Yeah. around him and the the damn you Scuba Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought that was just so funny. Yeah, it is funny. And uh, the it's kid, the kid is the kid from like Zach and Cody's Sweet Life. Mm-hmm. And one of them's in Riverdale. They're yep. the twins, and they, they they both played the the boy in this movie. He, yep. he says some cute things. He's like, I wipe my own ass. <laughs> uh, I like the movie. I've always liked it. But yeah, uh, Big Daddy's on my list, but it's quite higher than yours. Well, um, so what number am I on? What number ten. are we on? Ten. Little Nicky. Okay. Is it number ten? Okay. I have a soft spot for Little Nicky, dude. I I really like that movie. Again, based on. The people are around the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it earlier about the about just the quotable lines that aren't Adam Sandler. Like the most the the most memorable Adam Sandler quote from that movie is "Get in the flask." That's it. Or the Popeyes chicken line. Popeye, yeah, Popeyes chicken. Yep, which, That's, isn't, which isn't that funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny at all. Yeah. But you know, it's oh, you know what we forgot about? Or not Little exactly. Nicky. He does the. The Deep South joke too. That's yeah, like, that's kind of what we is, is the dude that has the boobs on his head. John Lovitz. It's not. And very, I forget that's John Lovitz Josh, too. I forgot it for a reason, Josh. I, I yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It just popped into my yeah. mind. It lives rent free. I so guess. It starts off with him. He dies because he's he falls out of a tree because he's like spying on a woman while she's showering. Yeah. That's how the movie starts. That's yeah. You're right. Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wow. uh, number nine. Now take a seat, folks. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I like the movie. We didn't talk... Okay, well, I guess we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. I did a, an Adam Sandler poll. We'll talk, okay. we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. I was surprised by how few votes this got. Because for the longest time, I thought, oh, this is people a lot of people's favorite Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. But number nine is, is Billy Madison. Okay. I think it's okay. funny. I think Sandler has funny lines, but I think everything around him is funnier. Mm-hmm. Norm MacDonald, uh, mm-hmm. Chris Farley, Steve Buscemi. Chris Farley is the best thing in the movie. Steve, yeah. Oh, 
turn this damn I will turn this damn bus around. around. And the Steve Buscemi character is just so bizarre. Yeah. He's like a hitman, basically. Yeah. He's, he's making a hit list. Yep. Yeah. That's just so funny. And like the... It's like everybody, cool, everyone is dumber at now after listening. after listening to that. I award you no points, That's just, and may God have mercy on your soul. There's just some really great random lines in this movie, yeah. and I'm not sure how much of it Adam Sandler plays a part in because yeah. not not a lot of his lines are that great. Yeah, uh, he's kind of a, he does the Adam Sandler shtick. He's mm-hmm. like, it's like shampoo sucks, conditioner better, like stuff like that. I'm like, oh God, Sandler. As a kid, you love it, but. As an adult, yeah. as an adult, yeah. I do like I do like when the the the, the lunch lady comes in with the sloppy joes and she's like, I, I made them extra, extra sloppy. And like, hey, lady, you're scaring us. <laughs> I think that's funny. Yeah, and yeah, it's got some great. It's got like a bizarre musical number. <laughs> with the hey, pain, with the kids, it's me. I bet you thought that I, I was, was dead. dead. That's funny. That, that that part. That's that's just one of those random things that happens in a sailor movie. Like, oh, that, that's so ridiculous that I yeah. gotta laugh at. So yeah, I do like the movie. Yeah. Uh, my next movie's Click. Nine? Yeah, I put Click at nine. Okay. Number eight. Number eight. My number eight we will say because about, I know I know it's going to be way higher There's something list. about eight. It's just, I watched it in theaters. Uh, I, I quote this movie a lot. Uh, character can be annoying. But I think out of all of Sandler's characters that he played that did voices, this mm-hmm. is the funniest. And that's the water boy. Um, okay. Yeah. It's okay. just, man, Henry Winkler is just so good in this movie. He is. I was just going to go get a, go get a hot pretzel. <laughs> I, I'm... And the actress, I can't remember the actress that plays Vicky Valancourt. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine Bates. Catherine Bates. Oh, my God. She's incredible. She steals the show. Now, and, you go and, play foosball with your yeah, friends. And, and even, like, Adam Sandler has some, some funny lines. Water in sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, t- tackling fuel. <laughs> She showed me her and, movies, and, and I liked him too. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies, I'm gonna go hang myself. <laughs> There's just some really funny stuff in this movie, man. And I'm sure it doesn't have great. It probably has like in the 30s or Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't care. Let's find out, dude. Let's it is a out. funny movie. It's a legitimately funny movie. And that's what I call high quality H2O. Even stuff that isn't supposed to be funny. It's like, well, she can't talk right now. She's unconscious. <laughs> well, wake <laughs> her up. <laughs> Rob Schneider, who I loathe, is funny in yep. this movie. You and, can do it. And at times they might overdo it, but yeah. the, the parts that are funny yep. are funny. As of July 2022, this movie has a 33% Man, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's funny. I think, dude, that it's, is, it's I think crazy, that's biased. Right? Yeah, this it's so biased. This movie's super funny, man. Uh, I think they were just getting tired of Sandler because he had made so three movies. Roger, Roger Ebert said of uh, this movie. Sandler is making a tactical error when he creates a character whose manner and voice has the effect of fingernails on a blackboard and then expects us to hang in there for a whole movie. I don't think this character's that bad in that. He also included it on his most hated movies list. Ever? I guess so. Or of the 90s. Whatever. I don't care. I disagree. Sorry, Mr. Ebert. You're great, but sorry. God rest your soul. Um, yeah, I was going to say he's not necessarily around anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, great critic, but now you're wrong on this one. But yeah. no, no, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> the Adubla Oblongata. There's just so many. Dude, it's know. so quotable. It really it's is. so quotable. Hey, Bobby, <laughs> I thought he only a thin. Yeah. Gosh, it's got a great soundtrack too. That one does. Yeah. Look, like they play like a Lonely Boy by Andrew Gold, which made my. Summer Yacht Rock soundtrack. It was just number one. 
yeah, it's, I, it's it's very funny. Yeah, I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it's as a comedy, it does what it needs yep. to do. What's what's your number eight? Oh, you said you were going to wait on your number eight, didn't you? No, I'll say my number eight, but we're going to talk about it okay. later because I know it's super high on your list. Well, and that's funny yeah. people. It's be sooner than you think. Okay, so funny people's number eight for me. Okay, uh, number seven. Hold on to your butts. Okay, I think as an Adam Sandler comedy, number seven is Big Daddy for me. So we'll go to number seven for you. Okay, Just so we, we talked about Big Daddy. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we talked about Big Daddy. I think as an Adam Sandler like straight up comedy, this mm-hmm. is his best straight up comedy. Okay, this 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 doesn't count like romantic comedy. Or it's just as a comedy, and that's Happy Gilmore. Okay, I think it's his best okay. one. I think his character isn't awful. Like his character's not a great person, but his, the character doesn't annoy me that much. Mm-hmm. There's great pieces. The uh, the character that plays Shooter McGavin, great. Oh yeah, there, there's so there's just so many great things. Uh, I believe that jacket belongs to Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> Cubs. Richard Richard Kahn? Klein? I don't know. He plays Jaws. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Chubb's just a great character. Now, what, now, who is that? That's a. Uh, uh, oh God. Weather, oh God. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yes. Carl Weathers is just so. Good. Carl Weathers is probably the best thing about the movie. I'd say so. Yeah. It's it's just yeah. it's a story that you're investing. It's a sports movie. It's a movie about yeah. an underdog that's playing the game fundamentally wrong, but he's he's doing a good he's job. He's doing a good at job. It. Yeah, it's just I think it's Bob good. Barker. Bob Barker scene. You Bob know? Barker. It's probably one of the most iconic, great scenes in comedy. I would and I say. I love the guy that's like, "Hey, happy, you jackass." <laughs> the guy that, the guy that shooter hires, <laughs> and he's like, he just wants to go to Red Lobster. <laughs> Price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> it's got just got a lot of. It's got a. It's it's funny. I, I, it is. It's I'll, very good. It's yeah. I'll talk about my. Uh, I'll talk about. This will make some waves on the the poll that I did the other night. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's what's your uh, my, my, my number six? Your number six. So we're talking about funny people. Yes. Funny people. Okay. Funny people's my number six. Last night, it had been so long since I watched Funny People because yeah, I don't know if you remember this. I was obsessed with Funny People. Oh, I, oh, I remember. I watched it in theaters. I remember. Twice. We watched it in theaters. I, I guess. I, believe. I guess I was just at the right age, and uh, I don't know the the subject matter really really touched me mm-hmm. uh it was a judd apatow directed movie you know mm-hmm. uh he did 40 year old virgin and knocked up prior to this but i found this to be and i still find this to be his most well-directed movie i'm just looking at his body of work you know he's done train wreck after this he's done uh king of staten island i still mm-hmm. think as a like as far as like angles and cinematography mm-hmm. goes this is his best directed movie i think it's too long it is that's what i was going to say it's think, overly long and, and it, that and was it, my biggest critique of it it's you know, very I know a lot of people long criticize the third act which i think organically goes with what we've seen earlier in the movie with him trying to like right his wrongs after he finds out that he's potentially dying mm-hmm. but the thing that makes the movie long to me is the beginning of the movie it has a lot of sort of drawn out scenes of the improv and mm-hmm. you can tell that it's improv you're like mm-hmm. oh this wasn't in the script they should, probably should have cut this because it is like like 138 minutes long or 140 minutes mm-hmm. long maybe might, mm-hmm. might be closer to two and a half hours but I think once oh, the it, movie's 146 minutes. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, so it's two hours and 26 minutes. See, I was minutes. watching... I, I put it on last night, and I was watching, and I'm like, I still really like this. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler's character is a jerk, but I like that. The, he His acting is 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 very good. Music and, music done by Jason Schwartzman. Did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, I don't think. He's, music he's, by he's, Jason Schwartzman. He is in the movie. Yep. Uh, one, of my favorite, one of my favorite music composers ends up popping up in this movie, John Bryan. This movie has an incredible soundtrack with, like... Paul McCartney songs, Beatles songs, Wilco mm-hmm. songs. Uh, James Taylor has a cameo. Eminem has an incredible cameo mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, Ray Romano in, inside of a restaurant. It's just a really, really funny scene. It's got really great bits. Uh, I love what the movie ends up becoming, and 
with a sort of like a romantic movie. Um, I think in the trailer they gave too much away. They revealed that Adam Sandler ends up his sickness ends up going away, mm-hmm. and they probably shouldn't have revealed that in the movie. But I still like it. I still think it's a solid, 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 solid movie. I, if I, from what I remember, you ha- I remember you hating this movie. Yeah, I, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it, but I but in the matter of a list, I'll I appreciate what it is. Yeah, um, it's Adam I'm doing gonna, something different. And Joe yeah, Apatow yeah, doing something it, a different. I mean, it's a, it's a, again I when we're looking at what I've got on here, it again it's the it's the players around it, and it's also a very it's a very non Adam Sandler movie. In the length, it's a very non-Adam... Well, I say that, but then we're getting ready to get into uh, another movie that, that we just watched, mm-hmm. or I just watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it's a movie that I really do need to go back and watch it again. Um, I respect it for what it is looking back now, Yeah. but at the time, I just did not... I wasn't in a good place in my life when that movie came out either, so... You I know. think there's a lot of good... Uh, this is the first thing I ever saw Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza in. She has, mm-hmm. has a really great side character. Bo Burnham shows up in this because he's on the... Sit- I don't remember Bo Burnham. He's either. on that sitcom Yo Teach that's, that Joe, Jason Schwartzman is like the teacher and it's like... Oh, yeah. And I like how they make yeah. fun... They make kind of make fun of Adam Sandler movies in this by yeah. by showing his character. He's a famous comedian. Mm-hmm. They show some of the movies that he made that are just like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like one, one was called like... Redo and... He ends up being like a baby with a with a grown up's head on him. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. one called like a merman, where he plays a. Mer- <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's also kind of like parroting Adam Sandler's movies at that time. But yeah. I think as a movie, it's you know it's kind of sad and funny, and it, I, I liked it. Well, you will be happy to know that the movie had a budget of seventy five million dollars. It was a bomb though. The box office was seventy one point six, and it has sixty eight. 69. Oh, wow. Uh, based on 236 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. On Metacritic, it has a 60 out of 100 based on 36. I like it. All right. Number five. Number five. Number five. Uh, the Mayorowitz stories. Not a lot of people watch this one. Um, it's got Adam, Adam Stiller's probably second on the bill. Him and Ben Stiller are brothers. It's a really good indie... We're on number five? Yes. Or you're number six. Are we on... Did, did I skip your number six? I have seven movies left. How did that happen? I don't know. Okay. I have seven movies left, so I don't know where my math got off, I but it doesn't matter. Funny, funny people we skipped. I don't know. Okay. I had Big Daddy next on my list. At number seven? At number seven. Okay. But that's that, that can't be right because I'm... I'm oh, Josh. I'm very... You've screwed I've up. screwed up you so much screwed here. this thing up. I'm tired, folks. <laughs> so Big Daddy's going here. We Go back and do the math. You'll figure it out. So, so you, Big Daddy's did you, next. Did you say everything you wanted to say about Big yes, Daddy? Yes. I've said everything okay. I needed to say about Big Daddy. Uh, next. You're number six. My, I, maybe my number six. I don't know where we're at. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. I have seven movies left. I don't know. How, I don't know where Gosh. we've gone off track here. Just do the math, folks. I'm sorry, we've completely <laughs> bum fuzzled this whole episode. Uh, it's Fifty First Dates. Okay. Um, I remember liking that movie a lot uh, when it came out. Rented it. I think it has a good. Uh, as crazy as it is, it's a good rom com. It's solid. Um, it's solid. Yeah, it's, it's, solid. it's sweet. Drew Barrymore's nice in it. Um, so yeah, I, I like I like Fifty First Dates. Yeah. Um, 
So how many do you it's have? It's got a good now? sentimental message. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. I have six left. What's your six? Cause six. Because I, I did funny people. That was my six. Uh, uh, number six would have been Billy Madison. Okay. Yes, number six is Billy Madison. So we're back on track now. Yeah. Number six, Billy Madison. Okay. And we uh, talked about Billy we Madison. We talked about that. Yes. Okay. okay. Okay, we're back on track. Okay. Five the Marowitz stories. It's an indie, okay. indie dramedy straight to Netflix. Never seen it. Uh, Noah Baumbach directed it. Uh, uh, very well, well-received indie director. It's got Ben Stiller and Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. They're very, to me, very realistic characters. Um, it's, it's good. That movie has great reviews. Uh... I was that was that was actually like you know that was before Uncut Gems, and I was a little surprised that Sandler didn't get on the award circuit for that one mm-hmm. because uh, him and Ben Stiller both were really 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 good in that one. I, I highly recommend it. It's it's a one that a lot of people don't know exists. One 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 more time. What was the title of it? The Mayor The Mayor of Witch Stories. I'm on the Rotten Tomatoes page oh, right okay. now. Okay, go ahead. Got a 92 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Came out in 2017. It might be his highest ranking movie then, right? Uh, if we're not counting like that stand-up thing he did, like the no, we don't. We're not counting stand-up. Okay. I didn't count. Either. We're counting. Probably is. Yeah. Depending on what Uncut Gems has, but yeah. Um, I really like this one. I've only seen it the one time, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was mm-hmm. very good and funny and and sentimental and, and good. Okay. What's your five? Number five for me is a movie I just saw, Uncut Gems. Number five. Number Gosh, five. Oh, wow. Maybe because it's just too fresh. Maybe it's just um, too fresh in your memory, and you didn't get to watch it in the best possible. You didn't get to watch it how I watched it, which was me illegally watching, <laughs> illegally watching, like looking for days to find this movie and illegally watching it, and just like watching, putting it on my TV, turning the lights off, just having my face glued to the TV. Yeah, trust me, I would have much rather watched it in theaters. I think, I think, I think, in order to get its full impact of as a as a movie as it is. Yeah, but but do you want to talk the about thing, this now, or do you want to do you want to wait? Till, we'll till wait. it comes up on mine. We'll wait. We'll, we'll wait. wait. We'll wait. Um, because I do, ha- I do have quite a lot to say about that movie, um, which we'll get to. Okay, we'll get to. My number we'll four, probably review that movie. My number almost. four is we'll one that I, I was hoping you'd, you'd be able to get to, but you did. You wasn't able to, and that's Hustle. The uh, okay, he's an NBA scout. Came out last year. Mm-hmm. This movie's great. It's like one of it's. I remember seeing that. Like, that advertised. That probably has a really high Rotten Tomato score too. Uh, there was at times this past year. Uh, there was times where people were like, "Is Sandler gonna get nominated for an Oscar for, for Hustle?" Because he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. It's probably his third best performance. Um, it has a ninety ninety three percent. This is probably his highest mm-hmm. rated movie, and it's very well liked. I bet that audience score is high. Yep, yeah, th- ninety three audience score. Wow, it's super likable movie. He's great. Uh, has a good. You know what I love really love about this movie is that. The detail, the attention to detail when it comes to basketball is really good. They don't cut any corners. They don't hire actors that have never played basketball. They hire basketball players and train them to become, I think, pretty decent actors. So whenever you get on-court scenes of actual action basketball going on, you feel it Mm -hmm. because it's actual basketball players. And uh, I don't know, it's it's almost like a, at times it feels like a Rocky, you know. I'm not going to sit here and say that the plot is like, Super unique or whatever, mm-hmm. but I just really love when when Adam Sandler can get involved in something so good, and then there's also basketball, which is a sport that I just love. Sure, it's just great and it's touching. I can't imagine one single person watching this movie and not liking it. I think I think that it's probably his most agreeable movie. Okay, it's just super good. Okay, what's your four? Uh, four is Happy Gilmore for me. Ooh. 
Um, is it high? Yeah, don't care. Like it's, Happy it's, Gilmore. It's a comedy classic. So, yeah. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. My number three. Three. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yes, it's Ladies Night. The Wedding Singer. R- at number three. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's great. Dude, I've really expected that to be like your one of your top two. No, no, no. Wow. Uh, the Wedding Singer okay. is great. It's feel good. It's the the chemistry between him and Drew Barrymore is there. It has a a very punchable uh, antagonist that you mm-hmm. don't want to see succeed. It's got an am- amazing soundtrack. Yeah, uh, Steve Buscemi, while he's just barely in it, he steals great. the show. He's great. Um, uh, who else is it? Uh, Even uh, his friend uh, that I don't uh, like in the other movies, the guy that was in like Grandma's Boy, mm-hmm. it's like his sidekick in this. He even has like a nice little subplot where like he like spills out his heart. <laughs> <laughs> whenever he, they're at the bar oh, later yeah. on in the movie, right before Sandler gets punched. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This one's good. Good good romance. <laughs> that Grow Old With You song, just as cheesy as that, that airplane scene is, it just, it feels so good. It, make, it makes it, sense with the 80s, because yeah. that was and the Billy 80s. Idol's there. Billy Idol. <laughs> Billy Idol. Man. No way. <laughs> okay. It's, so, I mean... We'll talk about it more when it gets to you, I guess. Number number three for me is your number two. Or it might be your number one. Uh, Punch Drunk Love. You want to talk about when we get to it? Or? We can. We can. Okay. We can. Okay. Your number two. Because my number two is Uncut Gems. <laughs> okay. So we're going to talk about Uncut we'll Gems We'll talk about now. Uncut Gems. All right. So let me put the phone down in my list because we have a lot to talk about. And this is going to become See, I'm a review remember, episode. I've, you know, I've only seen it the one time because I found it to be a very stressful movie. and I, That's what I was going to say, actually. Yeah. Um, the movie is... Do you know how long Uncut Gems is? It's like two hours and 15 minutes It's long. two hours and 15 minutes, bro. I know that. I know that. I and it, it does not let up. No. <laughs> No, it's really. It does not dude. let up, dude. It's, it's, it's almost too much. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. I know. I I know someone. It's absolutely. Balls I know someone. To the wall. I know someone who watched this in theaters, and they thought about walking out. Not not necessarily because it's bad, but because everybody was talking on top of each other, and they almost couldn't take it. It's, it was it's too it's much. Anxi- it's anxiety fueled. Do you think this movie? Because I watched a, a clip of it today, a few clips on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I had to rewatch the ending. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I gotta watch that ending again. And uh, do you think that this movie says the f word more than any movie that you've ever seen? No, Scarface still has. Don't still you has think it. Adam Sandler in each sentence says the f word like three or four times? Oh my god! Probably. Dude. It's yeah. just nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. So you think Sandler's really good in this movie? Oh yeah. I yeah. don't know how he didn't get nominated for an Oscar, dude. I'm looking at this because this came out in 2019, and I'm looking at who, whoever, dude, whoever won that Oscar. Adam Sandler was better than all those people. I dude, thought. It's Kevin just, Kevin Garnett is even good in this. Dude, movie. Kevin Garnett is so good in this. Yeah, so good. Uh, I think I think the score is phenomenal. And, Ju- and, and Julia Fox uh, being the muse for Uncut Jams. <laughs> and I've never seen her in anything ever. Never again. Seen her in what about else? the wickedly talented Adele Mazim? Well, okay, I didn't know she was in the movie. It's his wife. And she, yeah, right, and she yeah, popped yeah. up, and I was like, oh, look. Yeah. It's Adina Menzel. <laughs> and wicked, she, was in, she was in the Bob Mitzvah movie I watched last night. He plays his, she, he, she plays his wife in that movie, too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But, um, uh, but for, everybody's great. See, the Safdie brothers directed this. Their movie before this was called Good Time. It has Robert Pattinson in it, mm-hmm. and that is also relentless. It's probably, it's probably actually better so, than Uncut Gems. So Nancy and I watched this movie over about... 
I hate to say this, we had to, we had to stop had to, in the middle yeah, of some of them, in some of it. Because it was too much. And no. it, was, it wasn't, <laughs> right, it wasn't just because it was too much, yeah. it was because there was just circumstances we had to go do some things yeah. uh, for King Cole tomorrow while we were, uh, and I had to work a little bit yeah. and everything. So we kind of took some breaks in the middle of the movie. And I'm kind of glad we did, because it, dude, Uncut Gems is an absolute relentless anxiety Field movie because you don't know what's going to happen and if you blink you're going to miss something. Oh, dude! If you blink, what you about miss what something. about that club scene with like the weekend? <laughs> but yeah, like at the very beginning of the movie, you see the weekend on the camera. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god! It's, I was and like, that's cool. It's and I weekend. like cool. that there's like a, a somewhat mystical element to it. It doesn't say that like, oh, this is a, this is a mystical. Yeah. But to him, that into Kevin Garnett, there yep. is something yep. about that gym. Yeah. Um, I, I love the musical score to this movie. It feels it's like good. Blade Runner. It does. It's so it good. It really does. And holy... I, okay, I don't want to give away the ending, obviously. Right. But that ending just deflates you. <laughs> it happens, you're like, oh my gosh. Well, it's literally summed up... The final line of the movie is perfect for the movie. I don't remember the final line the, of the movie. The final line when Kevin Garnett says... Um, talking about winning. Oh, yeah. Everything like that. Okay. Yeah, he won. And I like, here's what I like about it, is that the movie takes place obviously before 2019 because Kim Garnett isn't retired. Yeah. And uh, I like they use an actual basketball game yep. for his, like, that final bet. Yep. And it's, he's just, he just literally makes, like, all the mistakes in the world through that entire movie. And he's just, he's a well, scumbag. It's not like he's a, he's not a good guy at all. Well, the thing but, is. But you get to a point where you're like, can he get a win? <laughs> I want, but here's the thing, though. I wouldn't necessarily consider him a scumbag. Kind of is, though. I would consider him a guy with a gambling problem. He's he's a very desperate human being. He's, he's a trouble that has got himself in yeah. a lot of shit. Yeah, and he's doing everything in his power to get out of it, but at the same time, he just constantly gambles. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that I, I mean that's a uh, that's that's a. Yeah. How people with gambling problems are, or with gambling addiction, it they Wait, don't know how to stop. Where did you have this on your list? Um, it would have been f- would have been number uh, five. Would have okay. been number I five. I think within time you'll you'll have it higher. It's possible because I've it's only possible. seen it the one time, but it is set really well on my brain. It's it, pr- and I almost feel like vindicated because the only awards he got was in he won like an indie he won the the best actor at the indie Sport spirit awards yeah. for this, and I remember his speech was incredible. <laughs> And the, but uh, I just really wanted him to get that Oscar nod, and he didn't get it. The uh, after I sleep on it tonight, maybe next week we'll come back and I'll have a difference of opinion yeah, on it. I'd but like, I'd like to watch it again. But it was, man, yeah. And like you said, the 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 ending is it's a gut punch. It's, it's a gut. It's it, a it's right, a one, it's a one two. Especially punch. after so many exhilarating uh, exhilarating yep. climax. Yeah. It's, yep. it, yeah. I wholeheartedly recommend Uncut yep. Gems. If you yep. can, if you can take the anxiety and people talking over top of each other because it feels like the stuff that they're involved in, it feels real. The movie feels oh, yeah. real. Yeah, but that's why those conversations. I don't know if they had that all in the script, but man, the way those characters talk over each other is like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay, definitely. So, uh, what's your number two? Is Punch uh, Drunk Love? Your number two is Punch your, Drunk your Love. Your number two is Punch Drunk. Love. No, my number two is The Water Boy. You're missing something. No, I'm not. Because I had Uncut Gems, Happy Gilmore, Punch Drunk Love, and then The Waterboy. What am I missing? You have not said Punch Drunk Love or The Wedding Singer. The Wedding Singer's my number one. Punch Drunk Love was after uh, Happy Gilmore. Where was your Punch Drunk Love? Number three. Was it? Yes. Did you say that? No. Okay. My bad. Because we didn't get that far yet. Because I knew Punch Drunk Love would be in like your number one or number two. My bad. Okay. 
So because Uncut Gems is number two for you, which means Punch Drunk Love is number you one. You don't know that it could be. Jeez. It could be going overboard. The first movie Good he was Lord. ever in. So what? What's I owned the, that movie. What's <laughs> What's next? Who's it next? was bought for me, and I never, I never watched it. Who's, it's still in the cellophane. Who's speaking next, then. I'm lost. Buddy, I don't know. Okay, so I've given my number three and number two. Okay, my number three is Punch Drunk Love. My number two is The Waterboy. Is it? Number two is so The Waterboy. We talked water a lot about Boy. The Waterboy. We did. So, so now we have to talk about... Our number ones. We haven't talked about Punch Drunk Love We're yet. We're gonna. We, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Jesus. You want me to talk about Punch Drunk yes. Love? Yes. Then talk we, about we, it. We can talk a little bit more about the one that we Just already talked about. Just talk about it. Punch Drunk Love is definitely my favorite. This is, is the most chaotic... Punch Drunk Club. Top 10 episode Punch Drunk Club is literally perfect movie, perfect length. Uh, it's <laughs> What we're going to do <laughs> next Friday, before we put the new episode, record the new episode, we're just going to put our top whatever in there so people know what numbers is everything. We're so sorry. A, this no, is the most we, chaotic like, episode. This is how we, hey, in honor of Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> what would Uncut Gems do? Uh, but Punch Drunk Club... On, while a wild movie... The movie that, has, has, has that con- nothing happens in it. Uh, Punch Drunk Love has complete controlled chaos. It's nothing pop- Nothing happens no, in it. All right. All right. But uh, uh, our friend Nathan used to say that. He was, like, he was like, Punch, Punch Drunk Love is stupid. Nothing people, ever happens there in are it. People, there are people that loathe this one. But I, I just think it's so beautiful. Uh, at the time, this was Sandler's best performance. I think Uncut Gems is his best performance now. But, uh, okay. I like this movie more. Again, it's, I got to sleep on it's it. It's a weird one. Uh, a, a weirdly romantic movie with mm-hmm. two characters that that fit with each other. You wouldn't think that anybody would fit with Sandler's character. He's so weird. And I like that he's he's playing against type, but not really. He's also he's also kind of playing a Sandler character. He has, he has anger issues, and that was a big thing with a lot of Sandler characters at that time. But it's done in such an artistic manner with Paul Thomas Anderson, with the cinematography, the amazing score by John Bryan, and a... Uh, a really, a really cool, neat script. Uh, yeah, I, I adore this movie. I think it's perfect. It's, it's. I believe it's like ninety-five minutes long. Maybe it's not long at all. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it deserves a little bit better reviews than what it. Let me, let me. What's do, it sitting at? Let me look real quick. Because this movie's, this movie's probably in like my top thirty movies of all time. I, I, you really do love this. Movie. It's, it's ninety-five minutes long. It's short, so it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's got a seventy-nine on Rotten Tomatoes, but he did get some awards net recognition. He got like nominated for a, a, a Golden Globe for this one. Um, I just love it. I love that he wears the same blue suit the entire movie. the whole movie, the whole movie, the whole movie. And the romance is great. And Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman, plays sort of like an antagonist that's uh, intimidating, but. Uh, great at what he's what he's doing, and uh, I just I just like I just like the elements of it. It deals with like a sex hotline that's trying to like that's trying to get money out of Sandler, yeah. but he's also trying he's realizing now that he's fallen for a girl for the first time ever, so he's having to deal with this crazy thing on the side. But also, be yeah. like I'm in love with someone for the first time ever. Love it. And you're number one. You could, you could have said it. I mean, I was going to talk about Punch Truck Love, but you kind of summed it. You could talk up. about it more. I think you've only seen it one time. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you've I've seen much, it. A you've pretty much you pretty much summed it up. Um, yeah, number one's Wedding Singer. Do love that movie, dude. Love it's it. it's, I think it's Adam Sandler's best role. It's got heart. It's got soul. It's got a soundtrack. It's shot well. He's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, there's so many. Cool dude, there's lines. so many quotable lines in that movie too. Um, you guys like Flock of Seagulls? No, but I can see that you do. I <laughs> the mean, guy, the guy working at the airport. The guy working at the airport, dude. It, it's fantastic. I have a microphone, and that you don't. Honestly, that soundtrack. Had such a big influence on me, man. Those great, 
so, I love that Thompson Twin song, Hold Me Now, mm-hmm. so much. Hold me now. That Psychedelic's first song, Whoa, Love My Way. It's just, oh God. Like I said, whenever we, I believe whenever we did our soundtrack episode, we Stay co- with me. Sorry. Whenever we covered uh, the soundtracks episode, mm-hmm. we were like, this has literally, th- there's two volumes to this album. Yeah. There's, there's so much. It made your, it made your list, did it not? Yeah, I thought Okay, yeah, it. I thought so. I thought so. Because I knew it would be on yours. But it always <laughs> It was a Some joke. Love it. I want to die. You know what's funny is that when he says like I've been listening to a lot of The Cure, that really doesn't sound even like The Cure. Doesn't. I guess it's kind of depressing. Yeah. He's losing his mind. So that is our. Oh yeah. uh, My Adam Sandler. That was our. That was our ranking of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Somehow it was our ranking. We came. We pulled it together. Uh, I hope so. I'm glad you liked Uncut Gems. I was very con- I was very concerned that you wouldn't. I was gonna have to be like, folks, get on him. No, no, no. I thought it was very, 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 really very wish good. We could have watched that one dude, in theaters. Sh- man, man, that would have been great in theaters. But it's, uh, it's the problem with that movie is that it is just every. It's, lot, it's an adrenaline thrill ride that does not let up. It is absolutely relentless. Yeah. So I got I did an Adam Sandler poll earlier this week because I wanted to get a read on what people think. Did you put Uncut Gems so on So here's it? the ones that I put on here. Okay. I put six movies that I felt like represented these okay. other ones. Okay. I put Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer, The Waterboy, Punch Drunk Love, and Uncut Gems. Okay. Uh, coming in last, Billy Madison. Had really? One vote. One really? Vote. Coming I'm in, shocked by that, dude. Coming in next to last with three votes was Punch Drunk who, Love. Who, who was... Who, who, I don't know. I who just was the a, one I just vote? took a screenshot. I, oh. I, I, I can't see it. But, Never uh, mind. Coming in next to last was Punch Drunk Love with three votes. Okay. I expected that to get last. Okay. Coming in fourth place was The Waterboy. Okay. With four votes. Okay. Is that right? Fourth place? Yeah. Third place, Uncut Gems. Five votes. That okay. started off hot. I was like, Uncut Gems is on fire. Okay. Uh, second place, this was... Uh, the winner won by one vote, by the way. Uh, oh, wow. Ten, ten to nine. Okay. But second place was The Wedding Singer. It was tied for like a day. Yeah. And number one was Happy Gilmore. I mean, you can't argue. I feel like Happy Gilmore usually wins yeah. in, in times like yeah. this. But I think more people have seen Happy Gilmore with, than they've seen The Wedding Singer. With that being said, I can't... I still can't imagine someone liking Happy Gilmore more than The Wedding Singer. That's insane. Well, the thing of it is... Just, I just think it's so much better. Here's the thing, though. When we were growing up... On like TNT and TBS, they always showed Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, but VH1 would showed show the wedding, the wedding singer. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of it's on TV a lot more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back then, it was more so TNT and TBS were playing the sports movies and uh, the more straightforward comedies when the musical comedies of Adam Sandler were being played on. Yeah, uh, VH1 and VH1 mm-hmm. Classic and those those. Situation. So that is our Sandler talk. Uh, yeah. Comment on stuff. Let us know. What's your What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell us your top five Adam Sandler movies. We'll We'll read them next week. Breaking news. Oh God, what? Breaking news. Is that even though this episode will be released on Monday, I'm saying this now because it'll be a week before I get to talk about it. Uh huh. And that is that tomorrow I'm watching Pavement for the first time ever. Heck in yeah! Cincinnati. I'm wa- Heck pavement. yeah! I'm seeing Pavement, Snail Mail, Wise Blood, uh, The Nationals there. Wish I cared. <laughs> I mean, watch them anyway. I mean. I, well, I might watch. We might watch some of it. Yep. They're, the, they're the headlining act. Mm-hmm. 
above pavement somehow. So yeah, I uh, mean the National has uh, a huge record out right now. And so. they, yeah, they work with Taylor Swift and too. Taylor Swift <laughs> and somebody else is on that record. I, I don't, don't remember who. But I'll be able to talk That'd about Nancy's I'll be able to talk about that little like thing. festival next week. What festival is it? What, what? I don't know what it's called. It's in Cincinnati. I don't know what it's called. It happened Buddy, today. I don't know. It happened today, but tomorrow's lineup's just like. Ungodly. So much better that yeah. three that three band lineup that I, I want to see. So yeah, I got I still got to buy the ticket, but I'm I'm going. Um, buy a ticket, win the thing. And well, I'll be able to talk about that with next week's topic. I believe it's my it's my. Topic. It is. Go ahead and pull out of our Mister Pumpkinhead here that we have. Uh, we have a Lego Pumpkinhead now. We're gonna we're actually gonna post a picture of him pretty soon since it's a wonderful uh, Halloween themed. What is he gonna pull? Bucket or a hat? I, te- I guess technically he's a hat. Uh, what we got, Caleb? Hmm. Doom, 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 doom. Okay, doom, we'll talk doom, about doom, it. Doom. What? We, we, we've almost covered similar ground, but not quite. Not quite. Okay. And that is, okay. next week's topic is going to be underrated movies and shows. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Underrated. Now, Caleb, give it's me a been cri- a while give me a criteria for underrated. It's been a while since we talked about shows. Um, underrated. Uh, it, are, are we, we going not? by critical or are we going by commercial it success? Could be, it could be both. Like if, if something's just like to me, a show like The Leftovers isn't underrated because if you look at what critics viewed as the best show of the 2010s, mm-hmm. The Leftovers was number one. How about we do? Underrated and underappreciated. We, we can underappreciate, underrated slash underappreciated movies right. and shows. Right. Let's do that. So that we can cover both grounds. I do think right. the leftovers is underappreciated, but there's yeah. also a lot Agreed. of underrated stuff. Like, throw, I'm throwing out one right now. A movie. Throw out a movie that's underrated. Uh, like Wet Hot American Summer. That'll be one that we talk about. Sure. Has bad reviews. It's great. We it know is it great. Is. It is great. So that's what we'll talk about. You can't run forever, Victor. That is the show, which has good reviews, but it's still underappreciated. I think compared. It to... It might be. Yeah. I think. It I is. think the whole thing is a cult. Yeah. Sort of thing. It is know, a cult. So. I made my mom watch it about a month ago. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke you like salmon. <laughs> I'm. This babe is gonna blow. <laughs> George Bush. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Well, Caleb, where can people find us? They can find us by typing in chat from a hat on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I guess we're on TikTok. We're on TikTok. We're on TikTok. We're on TikTok. If, At some point, we'll be on TikTok. If you want to email us, email us at chatfromahatcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Lots of fun, folks. I hope you've enjoyed this absolutely uncut gym adrenaline <laughs> fuel ride movie thing that I, I apparently didn't do enough research on um, <laughs> you, were, you were like oh yeah I forgot about that I, I forgot you, about Click yeah, I knew, oh I forgot about that I, and I knew you were gonna whenever you told me how many movies you'd seen today I was like he's forgotten something. oh dude I just know he had. and what's funny is like I was going through Wikipedia and I was, and I was going through and I was like yeah I've seen that 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 and then you started naming movies and I'm like oh crap I was like now I gotta figure <laughs> out where I'm gonna, gonna put happen. these real quick yeah yeah um <laughs> So who knows? We might revisit it. We're not. <laughs> I don't think we will. We're not. <laughs> we did. It. We Uncut Gems will be number one. Yeah. Um, who knows? Adam Sandler may bring out a, a banger of a movie here in the next yeah, five he's years. He's got a good one coming out soon with him and uh, Paul Dano. Maybe next year. It's oh, called really? like Spaceman or something like that. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's got Paul Dano in it. So director of something. Director of a uh, the guy who did a. Uh, 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 I was gonna say Chipotle. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the uh, disaster that happened in Germany? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Oh my god! 
Oh my god! Fuck, rage is with the edges now. Holy cow! Caleb, the director of Chernobyl. Did you hear about Chipotle? (laughs) Okay, that's that's what happens when that's too many black beans. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end, folks. Good God! Well, folks, we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, it's a lot more curated than this week's episode. Uh, So, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week about underrated, underappreciated movies and shows. Every restaurant on this the Chinese restaurant is just not ever. the same. I went there the other day and I thought it was the same, except for sheer chaos unfolding when I went in there the other day. Why, did, why was there chaos unfolding? Okay, so we went in there, and the woman that was at the counter, we 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 got to go. We were going to bring it back to the office. Yes, and we couldn't pay for it because the woman at the counter that was working was on the phone and it, there was an English barrier there like it was dif- oh, no. it was very difficult like, this is very difficult and then the woman an old lady sitting eating started choking choking oh, no. and we were just like we don't know what to do and th- luckily this other woman was like I used to be a nurse so she oh, went up my there God. and whenever people say why do you need help well you know I can't do the Heimlich and I would have murdered this woman if I would have tried <laughs> so so that, that took forever we were mostly we weren't mostly concerned about this, but we were a little concerned that she was going to throw up everywhere. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I have the Chinese right here, lady. Don't throw up everywhere. But they got the... She, she got it out. Then the, then the woman that was with her had to talk about, like, oh, yeah, she takes the medication that makes it hard for... She was telling everybody. I was like, this is so ridiculous. I'm trying to buy my food and get out of here. Do not tell that woman's business that she can't swallow. And then the food, then the food tasted basically the same, even though under new ownership. So They did seem short-staffed, though. Well, I would assume they That's were. That's why I gave him an F on shortstaff.com. <laughs>